HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome back to HRN on Tour at Charleston Wine and Food 2022. I'm Katie Mosman Wadler. I'm Dylan Hoyer. And today we're broadcasting live from the heart of the Culinary Village. This episode is made possible thanks so much to our friends at Ben's Friends for their generous support and Indigo Road Restaurant Group as well. We couldn't be here without our partners and huge thanks to the festival for having us back. This segment we have a very special guest joining us. Huge welcome to Emily Heinz. Welcome, Emily. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So just two weeks ago, Emily, you opened a shop in Charleston called Sechet. And can you please tell us a little bit about your shop and where people can find you? Sure. We are a modern bottle shop for the mindful drinker, which means we carry alcohol-free alternatives, beer, wine, spirits, uh, alcohol-free bitters, anything to mix a cocktail, whether you're alcohol-free or you'd like to look for something really sophisticated to mix with traditional spirits. Awesome. And tell us about your background and what brought you to the non-alcoholic beverage space. Sure. So I started experimenting during COVID with different alcohol-free alternatives. Uh, There's some wonderful innovation in the space and it just keeps growing and realized that I had to buy directly from every brand if I liked something and I didn't know if I would like it and I didn't know if I wanted to invest an entire bottle. I've been in retail for 20 years and took advantage of the opportunity, set up an e-commerce site back in September to test it and the response was phenomenal. We did local delivery here in Charleston and grew it to the point where customers were asking us when we were going to open a physical store. So we did, two weeks ago on King Street. Spell the name of your shop for us. Sure. It's based on the French word for dry, which is sesh, and we are seche. So S E C H E Y. I'd love to know how you are finding new brands. There's so many new, interesting, non alcoholic options popping up. So, how are you experimenting and researching? It's a great question. Uh, actually, now that we've been open for six months, customers are sending us re- recommendations. I know. Some are already popping into yeah. my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then our partners in the community are either the brand themselves sending me samples to try uh, or some of the other local shops that carry alcohol-free products are saying, hey, this is doing really well for us. Why don't you try it? And I have a couple of examples of that today. Uh, but it's a very welcoming, open community where our, our platform is really about health and wellness and mindfulness. So anyone can you know, drink less and find some really sophisticated alternatives. Right. You don't have to be somebody who's 
consciously sober or you don't have to say like, okay, I don't drink alcohol to still enjoy an alcohol beverage. It's very inclusive. We want our customers to own their relationship with alcohol. We're here to provide alternatives to either help you drink less or support you if you don't drink at all and maintain social connections with something really fun and flavorful in your hand. And And to me, just enjoy good beverages. Just enjoy good beverages. (laughs) There are lots of great options that do not have alcohol. There really seems to be an explosion in the space, and I'm really excited. I've tried a few non-alcoholic spirits here and there, but you have brought this selection of things, none of which I have tasted before, and you brought something that you also haven't tried yet. And so I can't wait to experience this with you and for you to talk to us about how you taste on non-alcoholic beverage. We'll say beverage because you have here we have wine, we have spirits, we have a few other things. So um, maybe you could walk us through that process and what's going through your head as you evaluate a drink like this. Sure. Of course, when I first started, it was what did I like? But now that we have customers and uh, we have an opportunity to share with customers what people are sending us, I brought something that just arrived in our uh, mailbox this week. It's called Tennyson. Uh, They are a liquid botanical with black ginger, which is a very rare botanical typically sourced globally with uh, healthy properties. They, their tagline is sip with intention. So we are gonna sip with intention together. It says we can drink this neat on the rocks or as a cocktail. I will pass. So thank you so much. I can't wait to try it. I also kind of, I guess from the name, from Liquid Botanical, I was expecting maybe it would be clear, but it's not, it's like a beautiful red brown. Um, and so is Liquid Botanical a category? The liquid botanical isn't necessarily a category. What What is a category is functional beverage, which means there are adaptogens, botanics, or nootropics added to a liquid to give it properties. Maybe it's liver cleansing, which is what you use black ginger for, uh, or GABA, which helps reduce stress. So it is a category. We would put this in our functional beverage category. So I'm, I invite you guys to try. I already did, and it is very tasty. Is this something you... I could definitely see mixing it with seltzer or sipping on it alone. What do you think? Yeah, I would suggest on its own on the rocks would be great. Certainly serve it chilled. Uh, I, I love a spritz because it's easy. I tend to put a flavored spritz in with when, I'm, when I am spritzing. And I think this would go well with a grapefruit or an orange. Maybe a slight, slight garnish, which is that you don't have to have a lot of complex ingredients to make a wonderful cocktail. I like that it has a little bit of like bite from the ginger. I have a friend who stopped drinking and was finding a lot of things that were kind of like juice or kind of like seltzer. And I think he was missing that like bite of a cocktail. And this has that like intensity, which I really like. Yeah, it has, it has a, a little sting of ginger. and It spice. does. It also has a little bit of black pepper. I can get that. Which you, I can, t- an orange. So we have a two-part process now. I taste it first. Uh, make sure that I am comfortable with what's in it, uh, the branding. I get to know the founders. We will usually have a call because I'd like to understand their vision for the product, tell them about what we're trying to accomplish at Sachet, and then we bring it into the shop and let our customers try. And that's really where I say whether or not we're going to carry it. Um, I love this. This is really unlike anything I've tried before. And the branding's beautiful. Yeah. I also have that aesthetic checkbox, right? Is this going to look beautiful on a bar, on a bar cart, or when I'm presenting to a guest in my house a cocktail? 
Okay, so this was Tennyson. Tennyson. Yes. So soon to be on the shelves at Sachet. We'll try it this weekend, but I get a thumbs up from each of you. And can you order one. online? Yeah, I'm in favor. Or is this an in-person brick and mortar only right now? We do have an e-commerce site. It's sachet.com. Uh, we do local delivery for free in the Charleston market. And we will be opening more brick-and-mortar locations, so local pickup works for us very well. Uh, but we do ship nationally, and it's a $10 flat rate for as much as you want to order. We will wow. ship to you. The next that I want you guys to try, are you both wa- red wine drinkers? I'm a new red wine drinker. New red wine drinker. Okay. So I am a huge red wine drinker and red wine is very difficult to find and very difficult to do well in the alcohol-free space and and actually it's not alcohol-free typically there's 0.5% ABV which is alcohol by volume it's very difficult to remove all of the alcohol so if you check the label this does say 0.5% and that's because of the distillation process Um, there's a couple different ways to remove it but uh, when I find ones that I like I buy them in huge quantities so I'm going to have you guys try this this is called Studio Null. They actually have a rosé and a still white that are equally amazing. Oh. Fine. <laughs> it, ta- it tastes just like wine. It has also, like, a good mouthfeel. I think, and that's something that I always sort of assume with a spiritless that, like, it might have a tendency to fall flat or not have that, like, warming mouth-coating property, and this does. So can you talk more about how they're accomplishing that? (laughs) Yes. So these grapes are red wine grapes. This is a Tempranillo and Syrah blend. Uh, The region is Spain. These, their entire line are boutique European vineyards that they work with to distill the alcohol after the wine has been created. So you are going to lose a lot of product, which is why the price point for a great red wine that's alcohol removed is still going to be comparable to traditional wine. Mm -hmm. We did a taste testing with our customers last weekend with this particular wine and did a pre-order where I'm almost already sold out of the still white and um, and then today we'll probably be done with the red. Wow. So yeah. So get to Sechet right now. Wow. But you'll, will you have back, more back to order online? Yes. So another interesting thing about the space, some of the brands are growing 400 to 500% year over year. And due to supply chain issues or the unexpected uh, success, sometimes I'll sell out of a product and I can't reorder. So I've been trying to balance that very carefully and making relationships with the vendors so they will let me know when the brand thinks they may sell out. Wow. Um, so we've tried something that felt kind of in the spirits category, something in the wine category. Um, what are people mostly coming into the shop looking for? Our best sellers are either the alcohol-removed beer or the ready-to-drink category, which we kind of created as a way to put canned beverages in one section that can be chilled, opened, poured over ice, and enjoyed as is. One of our top sellers I brought today is Gia. This is one I've heard a lot about, but I have not tried it. Yes, Same. yes. Uh, probably heard a lot about it because the branding is just phenomenal. It's beautiful. Uh, and also because it tastes great. Uh, so I brought their Gia Ginger, uh, the Little Spritz. And actually, it's Gia. I keep saying Gia. It's Gia. Gia Ginger. Uh, and my neighbor, who only drinks scotch, 
loves this and orders it from me regularly. My best friend has this on a monthly subscription. Wow. It happens to be a great hangover cure in the morning. As a side note, if you do tend to over imbibe, because it has a little bit of carbonation, ginger, and the sugar. Beautiful. And this is another one that has a beautiful color once you pour it. But this has ginger, but also a tinge of Riesling white grape juice, so to get the, the sweet. Wow. So this is a big departure from the Tennyson that we tried before. It's still ginger, but it's not that same like intensity. This is more something that like you can see drinking eight ounces of at a yeah. time. This is a bit of spritz category. It's sure. a spritz. So yeah. it's a bitter aperitivo based on the Mediterranean culture. Uh, they call this a social tonic, which I love. Oh, right? Yeah. It's a way for us to connect, be social, but enjoy a beverage without alcohol that is sophisticated, complex, and flavorful. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. I think it lives up to what I've seen on Instagram, um, which I've seen a lot, and it's, it is really beautiful. And if, if you're um, looking for it, the spelling is G-H-I-A. So are you finding that there are other shops like yours popping up around the country? I hope that you get to expand and be in every city in the U.S. very soon, but um, how is the demand shaping retail, especially as we're coming out of the pandemic? Yeah, there are a number of independent retailers that are specializing in alcohol-free products. Certainly, the number of brands is there to support them. I welcome that and, in fact, have built relationships with some of the owners. Um, With my background and connections in retail, I think we're really well positioned to take this, uh, like nationally, even globally, take this concept. Uh, But it's great. I mean, there's plenty of opportunity and in this space. It's growing and people are trying to learn to drink less. So I welcome the, the competition. Um, we are positioning ourselves from a customer experience and education standpoint. We're also adding things like a mobile bar cart where we oh, can cool. you can rent an alcohol-free option for events and weddings. That's amazing. We are adding a speakeasy type members only bar in the back of our shop. So we're going to be testing a way for customers to come in, learn how to make cocktails, enjoy cocktails without alcohol, and even take those home to that to their family. This is great. Psychologists, advocates, you know. There's you know, a lot of bartenders that make amazing and have been making amazing cocktails without alcohol for years. I think a talented bartender knows how to make ingredients work well together. So we've been working with a number of the restaurants here in Charleston, uh, suggesting brands and giving them an opportunity to custom craft by sampling what we're pairing on the shelves. At the Hotel Bennett was in last week. We also have an active menu at the restoration at the Watch up at the top of the Restoration Hotel in Wentworth. Uh, So you can go in and they have about seven of our brands on their shelves. I brought you uh, Spiritless, which is the Kentucky 74 bourbon. I know they're here today. I brought you a gift from them and they're on the menu as is Ross's Fada. We will be doing uh, Ross's Fada tastings in our shop tomorrow from one to four. Uh, That's a spirit restorative, which is in the functional beverage category. So their products, source globally uh, three different flavor profiles uh, and we're offering everyone an opportunity to taste and take a master cocktail class amazing and are you seeing that the growth of this category is is it accompanying accompanying more conversations about mental health 
I think it is. Uh, alcohol, you know, does increase depression and anxiety. And for us, focusing on mindful drinking uh, and versus sobriety, which is important, and we want to support uh, those who are permanently alcohol-free, I think just bringing the awareness to the fact that drinking less alcohol does impact your mental health positively. Uh, and we'd like to align ourselves with, and we already are, with some local uh, charities and national charities that, uh, where we can support global mental health awareness. Awesome. So Dylan asked this question about cocktails, and there are a few bottles here that look a little bit more like a, a spirit that you might find on a bar shelf. Um, and, and are these, um, you know, there's a few bottles here that look more like a traditional gin bottle. Um, are these sort of cocktail building blocks, um, or are they meant to be sipped neat? What... Um, what are we looking at here in this sort yeah. of like spirit space? I brought some botanical uh, alternatives, which are going to taste really great on the rocks. It depends on which brand. Some of them want to taste like a spirit. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit different than someone who is creating an organic botanical that brings out the flavor uh, and can be enjoyed over ice. The Bax Botanics are a sustainable option that we import from the UK. They literally grow the ingredients on their farm. It's a lovely husband and wife couple. And then wow. we ship it globally. Uh, there's a lemon verbena and a sea buckthorn. Buckthorn is actually a berry that tastes amazing. So we could try that. Uh, but I would say there's a little bit of a different category. There's that alternative spirit. And then there's the ones that are trying to be a substitute. Ritual is right. a great option. They carry whiskey, rum, tequila engine, uh, but not necessarily great on the rocks. Got it. Cool to make that distinction because it, it opens up this whole new kind of drink and this whole new like area for creation. It does. And we're not, we're not trying to be a gin necessarily all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think for people who abstain from alcohol in general, for whatever reason, they don't want that, right? It, they don't want to try a gin they would like to try something a little bit more sophisticated and flavorful that doesn't taste like gin. Right. What should we try next? Thank you. So this is the sea buckthorn. Everything about it is beautiful, including the story that you said about the husband and wife producing all the ingredients on their farm. And it has a great aroma. It does have a really good smell. It's something I can't put my finger Super on. Super like botanical, kind of spicy. So it's tart, right? And it has like um, a little bit of like a really pleasant potpourri astringent herbal thing to it. It's more tart than I expected though. And it's like, it, it would be delicious with an ice cube. Are you getting a feel for orange? Yeah. Yeah. The suggested pairing over ice garnished with an an orange zest. Mm -hmm. You could also spritz with, you know, a, a sparkling water that has orange flavors in it or any citrus flavor. Uh, I love the pamplemousse from LaCroix. We all love the pamplemousse. <laughs> <laughs> the other, last thing that I have that's really interesting that I think should just be a staple in everyone's bar, all the bitters is an alcohol-free line, again, started by a husband and wife couple that were really passionate about 
cocktails and bitters themselves typically have alcohol in them. So if you are 100% alcohol free, this is a wonderful option. I brought the New Orleans, uh, which we can actually add just a dropper to change the profile. Bright flavors of cherry and hibiscus. Oh, wow. That's delicious. I need a spritz. With these bitters and the botanics, you can use some salts. You can use these to flavor cocktails, seltzer, beer, tea, really anything. Uh, I think it's just a great opportunity to have uh, ready-to-make flavors on your bar cart. Wow, that combination is amazing. I love it. I know it's like we need to fill it up. It's not hard to make a complex cocktail that is unleaded uh, if you have the right ingredients. Um, I'm super curious about the Pathfinder and partly because I'm kind of like reading the, um, the front of the label here and there's this, um, sort of like, um, what do you call that? Like the traveling merchant, uh, it's very apothecary-ish. Yes. And, And so it says immediate relief for malaise and ennui, cold feet and hot tempers, weak knees and low spirits. I love that their verbiage on the bottle is very aligned with Sachet's thinking. A mindful alternative to alcohol spirits mixed in beverages or consumed over ice. Uh, the base liquid, uh, actually, it's fermented first and refined in copper pot distillation. The base liquid is, is blended with an alchemy, which, of course, I love that word. Worm, wormwood, ginger, sage, juniper, orange peel, and natural turbines to yield a revolutionary spirit. Awesome. This is so fun to try. This has been an incredible experience, Emily, of like, like you said, you know, these, uh, each of these beverages on their own are not inexpensive. And, you know, it's a big commitment to kind of come in and be able to try an assortment of things if you are at home. Um, So the opportunity to come into the shop or to sit here with you today and sample through these has been really exquisite. I can't wait to come by and I hope that everybody listening can come by and see you online or in person this weekend. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, we're at 420 King, which is right by the Hotel Bennett. Thank you. Awesome. And uh, thank you so much for listening to our coverage of Charleston Wine and Food Festival. And a huge thank you for supporting this episode to Ben's Friends, which is an addiction and substance abuse support group for members of the food and beverage industry, and to Indigo Road Restaurant Group for making our coverage possible. You can listen to all of our coverage on our podcast, Heritage Radio Network on Tour. Find it on heritageradionetwork.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.